Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store is now offering state fair prices on Weber Grills. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 667. August 5th, 2021, it was 100 degrees on this day in 1947. Man, there was a hot summer in 1947. And 48 degrees on this day in 1994. This long swimming summer is far from over. I hope you've kept your beachfront free of weeds and muck with AquaClear pellets. They're organic. They eat up that dead stuff on the bottom of the lake, the dead leaves, the dead weeds, anything down there that the kids don't like to touch. You throw it out there for four weeks, boom. That stuff is gone. And you see the rippled sand and that clear water. It's wonderful. I've even tried it. You can see that on our GL Facebook and Twitter feed. Get the muck out with Aqua Clear pellets from the Aquaside Company. You don't need a permit. They're a White Bear Lake company. You can call them at 1-800-328-9350. Describe your problem. They'll get you the right products. Or go to Aquaside.com. And now... From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Uh, Joe writes, I hope you can clarify your remarks on respirators. I just checked my box of 3M N95s, and they are called respirators. Respirator does not only refer to gas masks. Uh, uh, What I've worn over the years to varnish, for example, I thought was called a respirator. It goes over my mouth and nose, and it has two discs on either side of your head, and in those discs are the filters. And you don't smell any varnish. And I thought, I thought those were called respirators. They are sort of. And I just learned this a few minutes ago when you told me you were going to talk about this. What I'm seeing them called now, if you want to buy one uh, on the Internet, for instance, the 3M version is called a 3M half face piece right. reusable respirator. All right. N95 respirators, that's the kind Dr. Osterholm said work. Right. As opposed to the stuff Grandma makes, he he would find those problematic. Sure. But possibly comforting to people. But what he said is two things. One, let's have better masks if we're going to talk about masking. Mm -hmm. That would be the N95 respirator. And two, let's focus more on getting vaccinated. So, and I'm not opposed to vaccinations. No one in this staff is. We've no, all been vaccinated. No. Heavens We've no. all been vaccinated. Yeah. But here, I went down, I went down the, the rabbit hole and looked up. N95 respirators. An N95 respirator is a respiratory protective device designed to achieve a very close facial fit and very efficient filtration of airborne particles. Note that the edges of the respirator are designed to form a seal around the nose and mouth. Surgical N95 respirators are commonly used in healthcare settings and are a a subset of N95 filtering facepiece respirators, often referred to as N95s. So they look like a conventional mask. They don't have the big discs on Mm -hmm. either side of your trap. Uh, And so uh, I've been wrong. And uh, and according to uh, Mike, he would, if we're going to wear masks, he was just advocating that the proper mask must be worn. Correct. Uh, I don't think he would dispute the idea 
Well, in fact, we know he don't. It doesn't because we heard him with John King on mo- Monday. On Monday, and what he was talking about he, w- w- when he meant that that the masks were inefficient, he's referring to these homemade, loosely fitting masks that don't, that clearly don't work. Like my twins' one that I'll wear once in a while. Right. Yeah. That and my he, mom made. For and me. I thought he had a fascinating example of the smoke we've been enduring. Well, experimentally, I put on a mask one day. That didn't stop me from smelling or even tasting smoke. Mm-hmm. Possibly, not possibly, uh, presumably, an N95 respirator mask on that same day would have prevented me from smelling or tasting Most smoke. Most likely. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the worst day for haze was the final Saturday of July, the final day of July, Saturday, July 31st. And I, did I tell a car story on the air or off the air, Both. Kenny? Oh, uh, Both. Well, my only conclusion is this grit that I was running into on the hood of my car had to be a smoke residue. I, I can't come up with it. The car's new. It hasn't been in a construction site where somebody might have been painting or whatnot. Uh, it, it just was a very minuscule, uh, virtually invisible a kind of grit on the hood of the car. And I'm, I'm concluding that that was because that car was out all day with me in it, running errands and doing things. I went to Hudson, Wisconsin. Then I came home. Then I went to New Brighton. Uh, and then I came home and uh, I had stuff to do. And then the next day, washed it and began to notice this phenomenon, which an aggressive wax took care of. It's gone. It's no, it's no big deal. But a mask, if if a homemade cloth mask does not prevent you from smelling or tasting smoke, doesn't it stand to reason that it also would be ineffective against virus particles in the air? Droplets. Droplets. But an N95 would not be ineffective. So therefore, the country needs the right mask and the country needs vaccinations. I don't There's my clarification. I I just don't know. (laughs) Let me ask you another question uh, to really open a can of worms. Um, Thanks a lot. You uh, you went to Hudson. Yep. Came home. Yep. Then you went to New Brighton. Right. Came home. Yep. Now, <clears throat> as a guy that's really, really um, become an expert at the long distance traveled way home, mm-hmm. why didn't you just go to New Brighton from Hudson? Wanted to eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Got to eat lunch on time. Definitely, okay. I definitely did not. Have to eat it on I time. did not factor that in. But yeah. you, yeah. It's all about timing. Went to Hudson for the Britfest car show, came home and ate lunch, then went to New Brighton to visit a fellow selling a car. Ah. You know, and mm. I did not purchase. Whoa, restraint. But Here, offered I a counsel to... on how to sell it. <laughs> as far as masking and vax cards and COVID goes, I want to quote my hero on Twitter, Super 70 Sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and this came from 17 hours ago, and, and here's where I am. Here's where I am on COVID right now. I don't even care what your opinion is. Just shut the bleep up. I don't want to hear that bleep. (laughs) (laughs) Including everything that falls out of my big fat face. I don't want to hear anything I have to say about that. COVID fatigue is a very, very real thing. Well, here's another problem. Here's another problem. This has become so politicized and ideological in nature that no matter what position you take, half the country's against you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And, and a guy like Osterholm doesn't need that grief. He, he no. gave very salient remarks to John King, of all people, on CNN. Yeah. 
And then, as I understand it, Michael has been getting pestered by the likes of Fox News. And they, in other words, they think that he jumped some ideological line. No, he hasn't. He was stating the truth of a thing. In fact, he said the exact same thing, if I'm not mistaken, when we first had him on yeah. back in February of 2020. Yep. Right? Didn't he say almost the exact same thing I verbatim? Think, I think so. Michael Osterholm is not against masks. He is pointing out that you must be careful in securing the correct mask. Mm -hmm. And that turns out to be these N95s, which are called respirators. Has nothing to do with what I thought a respirator looked like. I thought a respirator is what I own that that looks more like a gas mask. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and those would be terribly impractical for the average American citizen to be walking around with a gas mask on. Unless it's Joe at the state fair. Unless it's me at the fair. Hey, really quick before I, I, you... Oh, go, go ahead, Kenny. Sorry. I would like to introduce a bill to the floor here, and yes. I know it's going to get shot down, but I want it to be on record. I would like to put COVID masking and the vaccine on the do not talk about list, along with abortion, gun control, and a few other topics that we can't win on. No matter what we say, we'll never win. So we just don't talk about them. I agree. Tomorrow, with Dr. Osterholm's appearance on the show, we can conclude our uh, efforts to discuss vaccines and masks okay unless we change our mind right but for you know until we don't <laughs> yeah right so right. speaking of that before you move on mm-hmm. i have to point this out john john help me uh okay. aoc <laughs> and cory bush correct we're doing a sit-in was it at the uh i have cory bush news today i think they were sleeping outside the capitol to protest uh, evictions thank you very much that's mm-hmm. exactly what they were doing so um there was someone that had tweeted out a video which i have since retweeted AOC and a bunch of people, we're talking probably a couple hundred, if not a thousand people, were gathered there on the steps for a photo op. Well, you'll see it's about a, a video that's about a minute and a half long, and you'll see AOC en masse talking to these people, telling them where they want to sit and how they want to uh, choreograph this photo. Then right before the photo is snapped, everybody puts on a mask. <laughs> and then the photo's taken, and then once the photos are taken, everyone takes their mask off. And they're still Chris, in the I same have, group. Uh, I have no opinion on that, Chris. All right, I'm not. I'm yeah, just interesting. Yeah. I'm Other just pointing something say, out. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm just right. pointing no, something out that I saw. I have no, no opinion on that. And Trump yesterday, or... when we said, I said to the boys, "Don't you feel silly reading the headlines yesterday? Mask mandates now back in uh, both Mayor Fry and Mayor Carter saying them." And what I, what I felt silly about was the realization that because I don't own an N95 respirator and hadn't had that clarified until right this minute before the show. Uh, I, I understood it to be silly to expect me to wear grandma's mask that she made me out of some old cloth. They don't work. And when you say that, you still get half the country mad at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, pretty much if you say anything, half the country is going to be mad at you. Uh, boy, he Not just you. I just, I'm talking about the, the general you. It doesn't matter what you say. Half the country is going to be mad at you about something. This is a toxicity that Trump has brought about. Sorry, folks. That's it's a toxic. I had a long conversation with uh, my dad about this yesterday, and this is why Ro- Ronald Reagan was such a uh, huge success because he too was um, he was either mildly conservative or extremely conservative. I don't remember the story, and I was just a kid, but he didn't say anything bad 
about either side of the Republican Party. He brought both sides of the Republican Party together, and that's why they managed to win and get so much done. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the opposite of what Trump has done. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. He's created the Trump Republicans. There's just such a big gap within the party, just like there is with the Democrats, Mm -hmm. too, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a shame. Uh, it, It makes it tough to do this job, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> and other other things it makes tough too yeah yeah it's just uh it's been a chore this is uh you know gl tries to come at these things from some degree of neutrality and if uh, if i mention i have an appreciation for the way dr scott jensen thinks for example i'm, I'm ridiculed for that but he knows more than i do he's a medical doctor he's got a thriving successful practice he cares about young people well, he cares about everybody. but if, and, and he also believes that the cloth masks don't work. I bet you a dollar that Scott Jensen would agree with Mike Osterholm that N95 respirators work. Kirk Cousins is back at practice today. Good. <laughs> Joe, do you, Joe, do you see a disconnect between what we're being advised and what we're actually doing as a society? Um, And let me give you an example here. I got a message from a friend today. I've been at the doctor's office twice yesterday to drop off a form and today to pick it up. Mask required signs on the doors and on the plexiglass at the counter with the tiny hole at the bottom to slide paperwork through. I ignored all signs both times and no one said a word and they got me what I needed. Mm -hmm. So the signs are up, people are ignoring them and nobody's enforcing it. I see a bit of a disconnect there where that wouldn't have been the case, say, last summer or earlier in the winter. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you agree there? Yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the dentist the other day and forgot to put my mask on, the meaningless mask, a cloth mask. Mm-hmm. Sure. I forgot to put it on and walked in, uh, and they have a masking uh, edict, uh, but nobody said anything to me, and I, I was so quickly ushered into my chair anyway that I didn't bother to go back to the car to get the mask. But I, I, uh, I'm, I'm corroborating your uh, observation. Uh, no, one, no one confronted me on it. Yeah. Had they, I would have gone to the car and put on the mask. Yeah, same here. I can't tell you how many times I've turned around when I see the sign yeah. on the door. Yeah, me like, too. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Hey, how are we doing? Well, my dauber's really down, man. I mean, I lost the cylinder index title to the whole show. <laughs> yeah. At least you got we, some we, positive feedback I don't in mind regard. losing to Kenny. He's a hayseed. He's got to have junk laying around. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm losing to a height. Reavers, and most embarrassingly, rookie. Yeah. Somebody, I I fired this up on Twitter yesterday, and we've kept it rolling overnight. Somebody today suggested maybe you should just go out to a junkyard somewhere and acquire a bunch of cylinders for the Just buy some land and crap in it. (laughs) Just get yourself about 60 crappy cylinders, stash them somewhere. Let's uh, Even in the the shed out back. Let's discuss this when we come back. Hold on one second. I have to show Kenny a photo. You see that? It's from my brother. Okay. You oh, see yeah. the truck? He Big said, rig. All it said was, <laughs> let Such know I recently added another eight. That's 73 cylinders so far, <laughs> dot, 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 <laughs> and counting. Oh, boy. So your, your brother has himself and you covered, Joe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, John, you've prepared a tune for us. 
I, I did. We had some, what, somebody sent us the lyrics. Uh, so I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I wrote around his lyrics. Thing. So Here's yeah. a proposal I have for you, Joe. If you acquire the garbage cylinders, I'll store them for you. I'll put your name on them. They can be yours. And uh, I'll toss them in a cruddy little corner somewhere. I, I have something to say about that when we return. Uh, first, I want to remind you that you can escape what we're putting up with. You can escape the noise of the world at Giants Ridge, where you'll find the quarry and the legend, two of the greatest public golf courses in the country at great, great pricing. Could a guy get away for maybe the weekend? I think so. I think so. And compare that pricing to uh, the public courses that are the most famous. Pebble Beach, and uh, what's the one you played? You always Torrey like to Pines. give me grief about that. Remember when I played Torrey Pines, Joe? <laughs> well, you're not going to play Torrey Pines twice in one day, but get this, at the at, at Giants Ridge, you can play the Legend and the Quarry, 36 holes on the same day with lunch on them, for $160 plus tax on weekdays. That's incredible. Shop that around the rest of the country. And $175 plus tax on weekends. They'll customize a tournament for you with groups of eight or more. It's a, it's really a solid, solid operation. And as I've said, it can be for the whole family. It's more than golf. The golf happens to be the best, but it's also water recreation, hiking and biking, the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and much more. View 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. Learn more or book tea times online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling 218-865-8030. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. To you, as it does to me. Dylan Hyde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Dylan Reese, right? Yep. yep. Tell Dylan yeah. Hyde I'm sorry that I forgot he sent me an email on Friday. My bad, buddy. That, uh, that's the new single by Dylan Reese called Harmony. Uh, Dylan Height wrote all the music and plays all the instruments. Dylan Reese sings it and wrote the lyrics. Uh, go check it out on YouTube. There's a video. So how much Harmony. money are you going to mooch off your kid when he's a multimillionaire? Yeah, yeah I told him to hurry up because, yeah. you know. Oh, You're not getting yeah. any younger, are you? <laughs> I want to start to relax here a little Let's bit. Let's go here. Right. Let's go here. <laughs> Say, uh, the sun came up today. DK Mags toss open the doors at 10 a.m. Now, some GLers, you've probably already noticed. I'm not telling you anything. Ammo is becoming a lot easier to, to attain and prices are dropping, especially if you know where to shop. 
And one of those joints, uh, in my pick anyway, DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. And it just so happens that DK Mags has a whole lot of shotguns on hand right now. If you're a hunter, a bird hunter, or um, you like hunting clay pigeons, trap as they say, or even for home protection. So if you've been thinking about a scatter gun of any kind, get yourself to DK Mags or even Monticello Pawn and Gun. Uh, and we're also, <laughs> this is not surprising, we're also adding DK Mags to the list of our GL friends that are looking to hire some good help. Oh, my it's, word. It, yeah, <laughs> pretty much all of all of our clients right now, all of our GL friends need help. And I'm talking both the store in New Brighton and the Pawn and Gun Shop in Monticello. They both need employees. Uh, and I know, actually, I know a lot of GLers that would be excellent employers, or excuse me, employees at either store. So get yourself to DK Mags and toss in a uh, application. Firearms of all sorts, ammunition, accessories galore, old eight, new Brighton, and on the web at dkmags.com. John, you weren't here yesterday, but I know you listened to yesterday's show and you discovered that, however unintentionally, I learned that I have the lowest cylinder index of the staff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the most hurtful uh, discovery was that I have a considerably lower cylinder index than than rookie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah uh I, I still haven't really emotionally recovered uh, <laughs> uh scott writes i'm a listener from the beginning of gl but i have never laughed so hard so much as i did in the five <laughs> closing minutes of today's show to talk about listening to a man whose dauber was down i hate to take delight in someone else's misfortune but I have to laugh, to be said in Carl's voice from the movie Caddyshack. I try to duplicate your epic laugh when appropriate. Now I'll have to try to duplicate the most forlorn voice I've heard uh, you from you, Joe. Thank you. And uh, we learn that uh, hail the mayor. Uh, I have been listening hail since you? I've been listening. Hail you. Uh, hail you. Uh, I have been listening since the early days of the show. I have always taken seriously the cylinder index and strive to have as many as the SU allows, spousal unit, in our urban setting. In regard to your ruling about a 1968 El Camino on the August 4 show and who gets to claim the eight cylinders, you decreed that the purchaser of the cylinders gets to claim them. Since the earliest days of GL, the ruling was the person who maintains the cylinders gets to claim them. I'm in trouble here. There are cylinders in my care that I may or may not have paid for. My name may not be on the title, and the kids I used to have, they use these uh, cylinders regularly. But I maintain all of them. Thus, I have claimed them. If the ruling changes, I could be in the same position as you, with lost cylinders and a lower CI amongst my fellow logicians. Please, for the love of cylinders, clarify. Auto from worst. Uh... What did we rule yesterday? The guy who bought the engine for the 68 El Camino, he's the, uh, he gets to count those eight cylinders. I don't recall that we've ever had to parse this down to who actually maintains them. There is no maintenance, for example, in a shelf full of dead cylinders, but you still get to count them. But didn't you also rule that the vehicles that you helped acquire... I don't count them in my cylinder index. So how is that different? Help me understand. Well, they're how that's gone. Different. I mean, they're not under my purview. I don't. They're not under my title. They're not under my name. Okay. They're not at my house. Gotcha. Uh, oh, come well, on, Vic. Vic wants to know: Does an air compressor count? We've been through this. No, no, it doesn't. 
P.S. Well, rookie helped. cannot be mayor unless a quorum is reached at the state fair of the GL Medal of Freedom recipients. Then a oh, vote must oh. be taken. Those are the rules. All right. Wow. Help me with a, a ruling, Joe. I'm, I might have screwed up this morning on Twitter. Somebody wanted to know if um, uh, it was either a son or daughter's vehicle, and he pays for the insurance and pays for something else, but he does not own the vehicle. Does he get to count those cylinders as his own? No. Okay, that's what that was my ruling. Okay, good. <laughs> Dear, <laughs> sorry. Ooh. Dear oh, Mr. Wow. Mayor. Whoa, whoa. I've been an avid listener for more than two decades. I'm sure you might not remember, as there are way too many details for you to remember, but the firearm distinction related to the CI index has been addressed and ruled upon. I would think your diligent staff would have looked this up for you as it is their job. <laughs> right. Your ruling was they cannot count as part of a person's CI as they do not burn gasoline or diesel and are not internal combustion engines. And the whole point of the CI was to celebrate using fossil fuels to anger and annoy the citizens of Liberal Lakes. Love the show, and uh, please, I would love it if whenever you play Philippe Cunningham that you follow him with the Animal House guy saying that was utter nonsense and we're all dumber for having heard it. I don't want to hear that. I, oh, I thought that was the no, cue. Okay. No, Thanks, Mike and Newmarket. All right, let me, let me say something. <laughs> It's a little tricky working with Joe today, I gotta say. It really is. A little on edge. Try sitting next to him. Selene uh, writes uh, C E L A Y N E. Is that a male or female? Selena? Selene? Selene? Uh, you know what? Just to, just to oh, cover myself. No. Just to cover myself. You are my hero with all your cylinders. I have only six cylinders myself, but they are in a kick ass 2020 Chevy Blazer. I bet you have me beat in the garage wood category, too. I have a couple of two-by-fours sitting there in the corner. Keep pushing back. We've got to stop the insanity in our world. I, I think I'm being mocked here. You are my hero. I, I am, I'm down to nothing, practically. John? Uh, yeah. Entertain us with uh, the help uh, of I will. GLers. We, we should tell uh, this came from Bert, yep. a GLer. Yep. Uh, he sent some lyrics he thought was fitting your guys' conversation yesterday about CI. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I added a few lines to make them fit the format, but sure. I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, Bert wanted to call it Cylinder Blues, but I think Sucha's Blues is a much All better right. title for this All right. one. All okay? Right. Yeah. All right. So it's got four verses, so it might take a while. Yeah, That's so fine. Don't worry. My cylinders done left me Even Reavers has more Ouch. Wow. I said my cylinders done left me Even Reavers has more It seems like it might be time To shut the old garage door It's gotten so bad Even the rookie seems to have some to spare oh. You know it's gotten so bad Even the rookie's got spares Well, he's got more than me That's a shame the mayor can't bear My shorts, they are Bermudas 
My socks, they're almost always black You know my shorts, they are Bermudas My socks, they're almost always black And that's all fine and dandy My cylinder counts way out of whack <laughs> One more verse Yes. My golf game's gone south. Oh, it's got to go there. Oh, no. Seems like I'm just a hack. <laughs> My golf game's gone south. It seems like I'm just a hack. Or. <laughs> but everything would be all right. If I could just get, get my, my cylinders, cylinders back. <laughs> Boy, that reminded me of Big Mama Thornton. That was that was cool. That was cool. All right, I I think I'm going to uh, add some language to the cylinder index. Oh, okay. I think I think. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to uh, literally, but I'm going to proffer this. I think it's only natural, though, as you age, your cylinder index will decline. I believe if you graft everybody, they're probably at their peak in their, somewhere in the decade of their 50s. Okay. I would guess that would be the peak. And then as, as you get older, and uh, for example, I didn't want to ride motorcycles anymore. I had my fun and I lived. So I cut my losses. Those were gone. Mm-hmm. And as you get rid of stuff, the graph is bound to come down. Sure. So it would look like that, you know. Thing Just there. for everybody, he, he drew an upside-down V. <laughs> Just so everybody's on board. Here. here, I'll show you guys. Yep. No. Oh, no, you have to show the camera. Uh, yep, yeah, I was going to say. There's yeah. the graph. That's See? nice. Yeah, it's a nice, nice graph, graph yep. isn't it? So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's, it's a shock to the system to realize oh, Rookie has more cylinders than I do, but he's in the right decade of his life. For his graph to be going up. He's got kids that are driving. Right. Yeah. He's in the right decade of his life. So are you. You're approaching the right decade of your life. Sure. Uh, Kenny, again, I don't mind getting beat by Kenny. Hi, uh, Such. Uh, I remembered after the show was over, I remembered a cylinder I have at home that has not even been fired up yet. <laughs> There's not a drop of gas in the tank. Oh. It's, never, it's never been started. <laughs> so I, I have to... I have to... To speak in a new age way, I have to give myself permission to be free of this angst and and despair that has settled over me. I have the right amount of cylinders for what I need, given where I am in this long journey through life. Okay. All right. Wow. That's this is a guy that's negotiating with himself. I am. Yep. I am negotiating with yep. myself, but I, I can't do any better than to say uh, congratulations to the four of you. I, I hope you enjoy your lofty perch above me. I hope you've enjoyed my suffering. Uh, it has been kind of Which nice. has been unseemly on your part, just unseemly. You know, uh, it occurs to me... Uh, Everest Men's Health might uh, help you boost your, uh, you know. They have (laughs) nothing to do with the cylinder index. I can't believe they'd have anything to do with the cylinder index. It might improve your mood. It'll help you man up a little bit. What would improve my... See, there again. There again. You're you're wrong. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. I'll tell you why you're wrong. 
I just got okay. dis- done describing the graph process of life. This has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with manning up. Did you not okay. see the graph, Kenny? I, mean, I showed clearly, you a picture of the graph. There was a line that went yeah, up come and on. a line that went I down. I put I a lot of thought into that graph. I saw the graph. Upside down fee. I yeah, saw it. That's right. De- definitely saw it. I'll tell you what it, you know, sparks up anybody. What's that? A little pineapple jalapeno cheese curd and dill pickle and cheddar cheese brat. Grilling, baby. Yeah. Grilling. Yeah. Grilling puts everybody in a good mood. Meatloaf that's been cooked now by GLers in a variety of ways. Uh, four different meatloafs at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. The new store is open. That's on Highway 97 near a quick trip. In Forest Lake, the same wonderful products there. Spencer has uh, been with us since the beginning, and we appreciate it. And the GLers have uh, reacted in kind and have made Spencer's life miserable. He had to open a second store. Mm-hmm. The original location is on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo, with the brats and the burgers and the Wagyu steaks and the uh, ham and the bacon and the seasoning and the salmon. You know the drill. You've been there. It's just fantastic. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, nothing but quality since 2007. Hey, GLers, if you're looking to improve the water quality in your home, then trust my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they have been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are also an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer, so whether you're looking to soften, filter, or you just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water worry-free. I'm a prime example. I went with the Connecticut system a couple of years ago. I have the S. 650 system inside my home it made an absolute world of difference it improved everything your 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 dishes your your laundry your showers everything inside your home gets better with Connecticut and my friends at Hofferman Water if you already have a water treatment system in your home well they can help you with service and repairs they specialize in Connecticut products but service many other major brands too they can also help with salt delivery filter changes parts repairs and more give them a shout today you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at HoffermanWater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Uh, Chris, put uh, put Mike Schoon over on the line here. Let's All go. Right. Let's talk to him. Mike, you ready? Mike, Mike. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I forgot we gave him the day off. Uh, yeah, Mike Schoonover is usually here to help us celebrate Positive Thursday, but we gave him PTO Joe for a million dollars. What's PTO? Paid There's time two off. Possible... Wow. What's the other definition of PTO? I have no idea. Okay, uh, that's all right. You don't have to know that. Of course, uh, Schoonover Body Works and Glass there on County E at Lexington and Shoreview on the World Wide Web at SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Here's a really nice piece of mail from Marsha that arrived yesterday. Hi, Kenny. Bought my husband a gift certificate at Schoonover's for Christmas to have his F-150 detailed. Now, keep in mind, my nickname for this vehicle is Ashtray on Wheels. Uh, and I encouraged Schoonover to charge him more if the gift certificate didn't cover it. Even told him to keep it two days as necessary. Well, old Smokey Joe recently got around to having it done. He dropped it off one day, picked it up the next, and wow, as for cleanliness, off the charts. 
charts. Customer service, phenomenal. Attention to detail, second to none. And check out the surprise on his back window. Schoonover put a GL sticker on the back. No place better than Schoonover Body Works. Thanks, Marsha. So we're talking general repairs, maintenance, tires, glass, and body work, and the best detailing team in the metro. It's been three generations of caring for our cars, and every single person at Schoonover goes above and beyond what's necessary to make sure your experience with them is a pleasure in every respect. I just want to thank you, GLers, for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Uh, much is being made of the uh, president's infrastructure bill. And there's a, uh, a great editorial about it today in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the Senate bill uh, is a down payment on President Biden's Green New Deal. The Senate bill is a great leap forward for progressive ambitions to use central planning to re-engineer the electrical grid and banish carbon from the U.S. economy. The bill helps this political medicine go down by offering large subsidies that have co-opted the business lobbies. Start with $21.5 billion for the Energy Department's new Office of Clean Energy Demonstrations, otherwise known as Secretary Jennifer Granholm's Green Energy Venture Capital Fund. Ms. Granholm knows this territory, having made many failed renewable energy bets as governor of Michigan including A123 Systems, Fisker Automotive, and various solar manufacturers. Now she will get tens of billions of dollars to bet on even more projects. This includes $2.4 billion for advanced nuclear reactor projects, $3.5 billion for carbon capture, $8 billion for clean hydrogen, and $5 billion for projects that demonstrate innovative approaches to transmission, storage, and distribution infrastructure to harden and enhance resilience and reliability. Maybe all these are good things. I don't know. Mm. Government bureaucrats will decide what counts as innovative. This isn't betting solely on pure research that the private economy won't do. It's backing specific technologies and business models. But if projects are innovative, why do they need government investment? Startups are receiving record amounts of private capital as institutional investors seek higher returns. Hmm. In her grandest project, Ms. Granholm is charged with creating a smart and clean grid that provides reliable electricity amid the surge of heavily subsidized renewable energy. Let me time out. You want one of the great windmillings of all time? Please. Governor please. Newsom, Gavin Newsom in California, is begging people to use generators. Well, of course they... <laughs> you're, you're kidding. Well, they, they're having such electrical what? problems that he wants you to fire up the gas power generator. <laughs> Uh, didn't I, I, you can't just, win. You can't win. What did Wall sign yesterday? Didn't he sign something too on that on that regard? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll look that up. Sorry. The bill also starts the rollout of Mr. Biden's National Electric Vehicle Charging Network. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg gets 7.5 billion to plan this down to where to locate EV charging stations. The bill instructs Mr. Buttigieg to... It's a 2,700-page bill, by the way. The bill instructs Mr. Buttigieg to finance chargers that meet current or anticipated market demands and would be unlikely to be completed without federal assistance. These two imperatives conflict, but liberals believe that building more chargers in low-income areas will encourage more EV sales. That has not happened in California. Uh, Aren't electric vehicles very expensive for low-income areas? 
Yes. They're very pricey. I apologize. I said Walls. I, I, I meant to say President Biden. I oh. don't know why I said Walls. Oh. I, don't um, I don't know that either. Well, I have it right here. Uh, President Biden is expected to sign an executive order that sets a target of 50% of new cars to be electric-powered by the year 2030. He also plans to tighten emissions regulations that Donald Trump rolled back. Mm-hmm. 50%. Unless we had a, uh, what's the word for it? A control, which would be another planet like Earth mm-hmm. spinning right next to us, uninhabited. We, we can't ever determine the effects on nature that humans have. We would need a control planet to measure against. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a control planet. We don't. No. You know what's going to happen, though, because we've been seeing more and more that there's a good chance due to the sun's I don't know, I'm just going to use the word phases. Uh, obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but we've been reading that the, 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 we're, we, we could possibly be going into a cooling phase oh, due to been, the sun, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So if, in fact, that happens, you know they're going to take credit for it, saying what we're doing is working. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> Faster chargers in denser population. Areas may also require upgrades to grid capacity and constrain the power supply. EV owners in California have been instructed during heat waves not to charge their vehicles in the evening when the sun goes down. The U- <laughs> Sorry. The U.S. has never had a czar to make sure there were enough stations on Route 66 so truckers don't run out of fuel. Then there are the corporate subsidies, such as $6 billion rescue for struggling nuclear plants, such as Exelon's in Illinois, companies like ExxonMobil that have been plowing money into experimental green technologies, no doubt also hope to benefit. United Airlines is investing in flying electric taxis, which will be eligible for federal loan guarantees. Kenworth and Toyota are rolling out hydrogen-powered trucks to transport freight. The dirty little secret of the climate agenda is that it is marbled with corporate welfare. Well, why? Why? Don't, do not marble it with corporate welfare. The political genius of this bill is that it uses the label of infrastructure, which is popular, to disguise its much larger ambition of transforming the U.S. energy economy. With the help of Senate Republicans, the Green New Deal is underway. Wonderful. Great. Wonderful. Great. Yep. Here we go. Here so we my go. XL bill is going to go to about $783 a month <laughs> now? Is that the... Man, I just got the shaming letter. I get that every month. Your neighbors have only used <laughs> this much. Right. Look at you, you pig. <laughs> With your air conditioning when it's 98 degrees outside. Good good thing you have a job to pay for all that. <laughs> uh, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We'll, we'll get you in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. also got an email from someone who said, you're an idiot for calling mask use theater. Well, what would be theatrical about it is if there if it's the wrong mask, what other point is there in wearing it? I do know that an N95 respirator is the correct mask. I do know a person in my life who knows that the homemade cloth mask is largely ineffective, mm-hmm. but that person just wears it because their opinion is if it at least if it increases my chance by 1%, it's really no inconvenience to me. Well, it can be very comforting. Yes, and, and, and that's their that that's the rationale. Which I have, fine. That makes you feel better. Go for it. I I couldn't agree more. It, it, it can my be very mask, comforting. Uh, 
My mask doesn't do me any good unless I have very dark sunglasses on and a hat pulled way down <laughs> over my face. Then I love the mask. <laughs> hey, Kenny, how are you? Nope, huh? No, not I'm me. not Kenny. Nope. Nope. nope, that's not me. <laughs> what was the line, Joe, that Royce always tells the basketball player that robbed the bank? And he said, oh, what are you doing, yeah, uh, yeah. Daryl? No, oh, it's not it me. Ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> Say Red Savoy Pizza is back with us on Garage Logic. And you know what else is almost back? Football. Football. College football. And uh, it's pretty comfortable to hunker down on a nice fall day with a little football and some Red Savoy Pizza. Our own Golden Gophers start the season against Ohio State September 2nd. And as an official sponsor of Gophers Athletics, Red Savoy has made a couple of commercials starring head coach P.J. Fleck. All right, stop. Yeah. I actually watched the P.J. Fleck right? commercial, and I posted it to our Twitter account. It's actually extremely funny. Well, that's what they. That's what Reds wanted yeah, it to be. Yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> Turns out P.J.'s favorite is uh, favorite Red Savoy is pepperoni and green olives, but no matter what your favorite is, all GLers can get their hands on some delicious Red Savoy soda-style pizza that's Minnesota-style, not S-O-D-A, it's S-O-T-A. Uh, just in time for the football season, visit SavoyPizza.com and use code ELITE, E-L-I-T-E, and to get $5 off any order of $30 or more. And that offer is available only through the Red Savoy app or website. Let's come back with John Heights News. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sitting through the nuts and bolts of life, <laughs> Joe Souchere. Here's this is an Hi. old one. Yeah. This is an old one, Chris. Sorry, Kevin. It's really old. Um, ATVs, I call them a four-wheeler, side-by-sides. You see them everywhere. Rangers, Mavericks, Sportsmen's, Pioneers, Razors. They're all over the country. Your extended fam and, uh, family and friends seems like they're all getting them. It makes me feel bad because mine's 10 years old. But anyway, uh, it's because of motorized family recreation. That's what we love. Nothing better than tearing it up with your family and giving them some memories that are going to last a lifetime. And the folks at Moon Motorsports in Monticello, they've been helping create those memories for over 50 years now. Family owned and operated for the entire run. Uh, Polaris, they do that. Can-Am, yes. Honda, Yamaha, BMW. Did I just say Yamaha correctly? I think yes, I you did. Finally. did. Finally. <laughs> that, that was a mistake. <laughs> Yamaha, no. uh, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Polaris, Skidoo, and now, dun-dun-dun, 
Husqvarna. They are the experts of these brands that are here in Minnesota, offering sales, service, parts to support all of your motorized family recreational needs. You can check them out right there in Monticello, south side of 94, just a little bit west of 25. And of course, they're all over the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here is John Height. Thank you, Joe. A Minnesota state senator and the state auditor are recovering after being involved in a crash Wednesday afternoon. The auditor's office confirming that state auditor Julie Blaha and Senator uh, Melissa Franzen were in a crash while on their way back from Farm Fest in Redwood County. According to Donald McFarland with the auditor's office, Franzen and Blaha were taken to a hospital for treatment. Blaha was being observed by ha- uh, hospital staff. The State Patrol incident report indicated their injuries were not life-threatening. Senate Minority Leader Susan Kent said on social media she spoke with Franson and was reassured by the sound of her voice, says she's grateful. It sounds like she will be okay. A fellow familiar to followers of Minnesota politics has died. D.J. Leary died late Wednesday at his Minneapolis home. His son Brian of Minnetonka said dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer on July 17th. He was a longtime advisor to Vice President Hubert Humphrey and a consultant for numerous candidates for local, state, and federal offices starting back in the 1960s. He consulted on such controversies as construction of the Metrodome, the attempted hostile takeover of Dayton Hudson Corporation in 1987, and the state's multi-billion dollar lawsuit against the tobacco industry that was settled in 1998. He was most familiar, though, to generations of state capital policymakers and reporters who often knew of him before they met him, along with his partners Y. Spano and the late Sarah Janicek. He published the Politics in Minnesota newsletter, the Capital Staple, and a respected source for insiders long before blogging and electronic newsletters were around. Leary was 83 years old. Minneapolis Public Schools announcing uh, they're going to require face masks for all students, staff, and visitors starting Monday as concerns continue to grow surrounding the Delta variant spread in Minnesota. The school district announcing this morning this decision is based on the strong recommendations from the Minnesota Department of Health. The district also added that face coverings are also required by the CDC for public transportation, including school buses. COVID-19 cases are expected to surge over the next two weeks. Thanks to the Delta variant, at least two-thirds of Minnesota counties are now considered at high or substantial risk of spreading the disease, including the bulk of the Twin Cities metro area. While teachers getting their classrooms ready for in-student learning, some of the state's largest districts, like St. Paul and Anoka Hennepin, will also offer some sort of virtual learning option. U.S. Bank Corp. will wait until later this fall to have corporate employees return to their offices, citing resurgence of the coronavirus. That decision expected to reverberate on other businesses in downtown Minneapolis, where that company is the fifth largest employer with about 5,000 workers at corporate headquarters. The company does not have a new date yet, but company officials said executives will continue to monitor the situation and give employees at least 30 days' notice before they come back. I have read that there are people who are willing to take a pay cut in order to not return to work, to, to continue working from home. But They're from willing home? to take a pay well, cut. That does not surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the Biden administration taking the first steps toward requiring nearly all foreign visitors to the U.S. to be vaccinated, according to a White House official. That requirement would come as part of the administration's phased approach to easing travel restrictions for foreign citizens to the U.S. No timeline has been determined as interagency working groups study how and when to safely move toward resuming normal travel. So does that what mean, about, Joe, you're going to start doing the show from home again? No, no, no. 
Johnny, anything no. in that article about um, people that enter the country illegally? Uh, nothing, Kenny. Nothing in that, no. We have quite a crisis in that uh, border situation. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. The Minnesota Supreme Court ruling Wednesday that a state law requiring individuals to have a permit to carry a handgun in public is constitutional, does not violate the Second Amendment. That ruling comes in the case of a man who was charged with carrying a pistol without a permit, Nathan Hatch, arrested in 2018 after Metropolitan Airport Commission police stopped to help him after his truck broke down. He told officers right away he had a gun in the back seat, did not have a permit, and officers did find a loaded pistol. He was then convicted of a gross misdemeanor. On appeal, he tried to strike down the state's permit to carry statute, arguing it violated his right to bear arms and failed to survive strict scrutiny because it was not narrowly tailored to advance the state's interests. The Supreme Court disagreed. The court said that to survive strict scrutiny, a law must be justified by the compelling government interest and be narrowly tailored, meaning that it must achieve the government's interest in the least restrictive means. The court found that the law explicitly says when a permit is required, also allows for circumstances when a permit is not required, such as at home or when hunting. Right. He broke the law, plain and simple, and he knew yeah. it. He tried to get around it. It's got to be unloaded and in a case. You know, he broke the law. Uh, three people were injured, including a suspect in a shooting early Wednesday in St. Paul's Hamlin Midway area. Police responding to Sherburne Avenue and Asbury Street about 12.30 a.m. on the report of shots fired and a vehicle speeding away. Officers found more than 30 casings in the street and blood on Asbury Street between University uh, Avenue and Sherburne Avenue. Two vehicles arrived soon after at Regents Hospital with two people who had been injured. A 27-year-old woman was shot twice in the leg, an 18-year-old man grazed by a bullet. A 26-year-old man who walked into United Hospital also had grazed gunshot wounds. Officers who responded recognized him from evidence and information gave that the scene as the shooter and arrested him at that point. Preliminary information indicated a group of people were gathered in the 500 block of Asbury Street when there was an altercation and a person fired into the crowd. Wow. Story uh, Chris mentioned earlier, the Biden administration wants automakers to raise gas mileage and cut tailpipe pollution between now and model year 2026. And it says it's one of voluntary commitment from the industry that electric vehicles will comprise up to half of U.S. sales by the end of the decade. The moves are steps toward President Biden's pledge to cut emissions and battle climate change as he pushes a history-making shift in the U.S. from internal combustion engines to battery-powered vehicles. The uh, things announced today says there would be new mileage and anti-pollution standards from the EPA and the Transportation Department. Part of his goal to cut U.S. greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. They said the auto industry had agreed to a target of 40 to 50 percent of new vehicle sales to be electric by 2030. Joe, Joe, do you see the auto industry or any motorized industry for that matter dragging their feet on improving performance and emissions issues? No. It's, it seems to me what Biden is doing is he's going guy, past a guy's well-kept lawn as the guy is mowing the lawn, yelling at the guy, mow your lawn! Right, <laughs> right. Because they're already doing oh, they're all of far that. ahead of the curve. Let the they're market so control f- this. They're so far ahead, and yeah. he's just barking at cars going. He's just, ugh. What, when I read it, why do you think the industry would agree to that so quickly? To the 40 50 percent number probably because they're yes. doing it already oh okay you know they, they follow trends and this is the trend yep. and they're uh, they oh god it's so frustrating <laughs> 
A Silicon Valley startup says the global race to develop fully autonomous trucks has reached a milestone when a semi used its technology to navigate traffic on a Chinese highway with no driver, nope. even as a safety backup. Nope. The startup, called PLUS, said the trial took place on the newly built Wuvegishan Highway in Yangtze Delta in late June. No human safety drivers were present in the truck and no remote controller was used. Other self-driving truck startups have reached a similar degree of automation called Level 4, meaning a vehicle can drive itself under certain conditions, but those tests all included drivers or other human oversight. For now, the Cupertino, California-based company said it plans to use the Level 4 technology from the Chinese test in a commercial driver-in product for semi-trucks called Plus Drive and hopes to start testing a fully driverless truck in a dedicated environment in 2022. So... So what must be happening is the belief that artificial intelligence is better than human intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, what else could be dri- what else could you come up with as a reason to not have a driver behind the save wheel? Save money, I guess. But in China they're going to they're not going to make it. Well, who knows? I don't know. We've got a couple of truck drivers pretty well known to the program, Josh and Vic. And uh uh, guys like that can't be replaced. Years and hours, hundreds and thousands of hours on the road <clears throat> is way, way, way better than any kind of this technology. Although way I will better. be honest, there are some steering wheel holders that I wouldn't mind getting replaced with a computer. <laughs> but you're, Kenny's right. The guys that have experience that actually know how to handle a semi, they're, they're irreplaceable. You know, what's driving this? The belief that... It's that, money. I guarantee it's money. Uh, I disagree. Re- I do, too. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> What's ridiculous is the training period for new truck drivers is, is relatively short. And like you said, there's a lot of inexperience out on the road it, right now. Is it just purely out of desperation, Kenny, that there's such a lack of drivers that they're, they'll basically hire anybody? Is that what it is? Boy, that's, a, that's an interesting rabbit hole to go down because, as we all know, there's issues shipping stuff right now due to right. lack of drivers. Right. You know, John... Uh, if you want to uh, get ahead of the president's wish that by 20, what year is it? 2030? 2030. 2030. The yeah. 50% of all vehicles will be electric. Mm-hmm. You can get ahead of that curve right now at uh, Schmelz Countryside of Maplewood on mm-hmm. the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 with the all-new Volkswagen ID4, which I have driven. It's a fantastic assembly of technology. Whisper quiet. It's just amazing. It starts when you sit on the seat. It's on. So be careful. You might take off, you know. Zero <laughs> percent for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles, not counting that ID4. Uh, currently, five ID4s are available for delivery. Zero percent for up to 72 months on Fiats. Zero percent for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo. I love all three of these marks, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. I've owned all three, continue to, and will continue to deal with Schmelz. I've known them for years. They're a multi-generational business. Uh, they, don't have, they don't have 40 stores. This is it for them, and they handle it really well. Check out the inventory at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and, John, I know you want to check out SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com. The New York State Assembly Judiciary Committee has given Governor Andrew Cuomo an August 13th deadline to provide any evidence he wants before the committee considers articles of impeachment against him. 
The committee's lawyers wrote to the governor's lawyers, we write to inform you that the committee's investigation is nearing completion and the assembly will soon consider potential articles of impeachment against your client. Uh, they are set to meet next Monday. Not, lo- uh, not sure how long all of this would take, the process, but based on tallies compiled by the Associated Press and others, there appear to be more than sufficient votes to impeach the three-term governor. Under New York law, he would then be temporarily removed from office pending a trial with Lieutenant Governor Kathy Huckle becoming acting governor in the interim. Cuomo currently faces no fewer than seven county, state, and federal investigations related to alleged sexual harassment, alleged misuse of state resources to produce and promote a book in 2020, and purported cover-ups in COVID nursing home death data. I think this might change things, though, John, because about 19 minutes ago, the New York Post just tweeted a headline that Rudy Giuliani has come to Andrew Cuomo's defense in this scandal. He has, really? Yes. That's ridiculous. What's to come to the defense of? Rudy, Rudy, sit down. Yeah. Sit sit down, Rudy. Hey, speaking of New York, I'm about to bring up something very controversial. John, you Uh mentioned the New York Yankee Feel the Dream hats. Yeah. They look the same as the regular hats. No, they don't. They got the NY is huge, like in the old days, oh. in the '30s. It's gigantic. Look at it. Okay, is that this weekend? By yeah. the way, is that game this weekend? Uh, is that the White Sox sure and the Yankees? Yeah, they're Dang. playing at the Field of Dreams in Iowa. in Iowa, which is really, yeah. really cool. I'm glad they're doing that. That should be uh, well. That, that that's, be a, fun. that's a game that counts, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, a real season yeah, game. it's a real game. They're going to yeah. use bats and everything. You, yeah. you had to enter a lottery to have a chance to get tickets for that game because uh, there's 7,000 people, I think, or Yeah, something six. like that. So. Who's been there? I have. But it's neat. I I've like been that very place. close to it, but I've not seen it. You haven't seen it? No. Okay. Drove I've right past Iowa. the turn what's, what's there? where you, you know, go in there. <laughs> I, I, I've been to Iowa, and I've been to a town ball track or two. So, what, you know, come on. This well, is they, all. They, they built a stadium to play in, Kenny. They're, they're not playing in, in the cornfield. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> a small stadium. I knew it was going to be controversial. I'm sorry. What's the town? Yeah, way to go. Uh, Decatur? No. No. Yeah. Look it That's up. That's Illinois. Look it Decatur's up. Decatur's right. Illinois, isn't it? Uh, feel the dreams. Is it Waverly? It's feel very eastern Iowa. Is it, is it Waverly? I know the name. You're right. I know the name. Uh, Dresser. I want to say Dressel or... Uh, Dressers. Dyersville. 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 I knew it started with a D. D word. I knew it started with a D. Dyersville. Decatur. Yeah. Microsoft founder Bill Gates says he regrets his gatherings with Jeffrey Epstein, the wealthy financial manager who was accused of child sex trafficking. Gates says it was a huge mistake to spend time with him to give him the credibility of being there. Gates said he only met with Epstein in the hopes of raising more money to deal with global health issues. He said, I... He said, I had several dinners with him, you know, hoping that to what he said about getting billions of philanthropy for global health through contacts, that he might emerge. When it looked like that wasn't the real thing, our relationship ended. In July 2019, federal prosecutors in New York unsealed a criminal indictment accusing Epstein of having operated a sex trafficking ring in which he sexually abused dozens of underage girls. He, of course, was found dead in his jail cell in August of 2019. New York City Office of the Chief Medical Examiner saying his cause of death was suicide by hanging. From the OOPS department in New Hampshire, the Manchester Chief of Police, Alan Oldenburg, apologizing for a recruitment post on Facebook that listed qualified immunity as one of the benefits of joining the local police department. In a statement also posted to Facebook, Oldenburg called the mention of qualified immunity inappropriate. Oh, that's getting this one right here. That's going to get that. <laughs> 
said he took full responsibility for it. Uh, Qualified immunity is a controversial legal doctrine that's often used to shield police officers who engage in misconduct from liability. Advocates pushing for police reform in New Hampshire shared screenshots of the original post on social media, asking for more transparency and accountability at the department. A United Kingdom wildlife sanctuary has been forced to separate five parrots after they wouldn't stop swearing at visitors (laughs) and and egging on the other parrots to also swear. Oh, that's wonderful. Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie were removed from public viewing this week because of their behavior. The parrots are part of a Lincolnshire Wildlife Center's colony of 200 African gray parrots. They were put in quarantine together upon arrival, but they quickly overwhelmed the staff with their language. The center's chief executive, Steve Nichols, said, We're quite used to parrots swearing, but we've never had five do it all at the same time. Most parrots clam up up outside, but for some reason, these five relish it. Rather than being offended, most visitors found the foul-mouthed parrots amusing, with the sanctuary confirming no complaints had been made. Oh, can you said, imagine how many people would line up and pay extra for a foul-mouthed parrot? I would. I would. <laughs> Absolutely, so I would. Hey, lard ass, you haven't missed a meal, have you, fatso? That'd be so awesome. A Don Rickles parrot. Oh, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) Oh, my God, it would just be awesome. Nichols said, nobody complained, and it seemed to uh, bring a big smile uh, during a really hard year. In fact, he said, when a parrot tells you to bleep off, it amuses people very highly. Last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. (laughs) (laughs) Rodney. Yeah. Despite visitors finding the parrots funny, the zoo decided to keep the offenders away from kids to ensure they didn't... uh, uh, get any parents. Hey, you, with you with the hat. Did right. you get a free bowl of soup with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you aware of the editorial in today's Tribune? Star Tribune? Uh, I think I am. Uh, Remind me. The uh, the name of Cleveland the new, Guardians? Yeah, the new name of the Cleveland team yeah. is an insult to people who have had to deal with Guardians. Oh, you, boy. Come on. Everybody, oh. this is written by Mike Irvin. Progressive Media Project. He is a, a, disable, a disability rights activist in Chicago. Uh, he writes, everybody agrees that guardians are steadfastly benevolent forces that watch over and protect us all like guardian angels. Guardians always have everyone's best interest in heart. You can always trust a guardian, right? But I think that the name guardians presents an interesting opportunity for disabled folks like me to protest. To us, the word guardian has been dubious for decades because many of us have been screwed over bad by guardians. In every state, there are laws where a judge can declare disabled people incapable of making their own decisions and appoint a guardian. It goes on and on like that. Wow. Wow. Okay, Mike, what name do you want it to be then? Because obviously you're going to be offended by whatever name they happen to come up with. There's no, uh, there's no, you can't make this stuff up. You no. can't, you can't create it fast enough to, uh, to he, be made if, if, if they would have done what Royce told them to do and be the Cleveland Spiders, yeah. Mike would have found a reason that that was wrong too. No, not maybe not this guy, but some anacrophobia guy would have said that's well, he would have terrified said, yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. It, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I it triggers me. It yeah. triggers me. That's I think a it's spider. That's oh. a trigger. Thank you, John. Thank you. <laughs> yep. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Well, that's not Joe Suchere. Did you only get one new song? Yes. Joe. Well, you got, no, you got, I got three a couple of clips. Oh. 
from the same song. I see. I see. So I'll, I'll be Reavers. sprinkling them in. Reavers, you got to get your act together, man. I know. This, this, is, this is the big time here. Every, everything on one page. And <clears throat> I um, So <laughs> I don't care if you're sitting on the corner of eastbound 210 and southbound 169 in Aiken or if you're uh, in South Africa. I don't care where you are in the world right now. You're listening to GL, the best coffee beans are available for you to order and receive by mail from the coffeegrounds.com. GL, yes, we've got our own blends, a bunch of them, but there's a whole lot more available from light to dark and everything in between. Best of all, order it online from, here comes a reference, let's see if John gets it. Uh, You order it online from the comfort of your own home. A few days later, the doorbell rings and sweet music, your coffee is here. Frankie Viola. Nope. Oh, I see. But here's even more important. If you find yourself rolling through on the freeway or in Eau Claire uh, at all, you've got to stop in. Get yourself a pit stop. They've got everything. I love the fine-aged Wisconsin cheese. There's cheese in there that's six years old that's incredible. I promise you, you'll eat it in the car in the parking lot. Uh, their own beer. It's brewed right there on site. Cigars, uh, home-cooked meals, all of it. It's just the best. They're right off Highway 93, super easy to find. Everything you need in life is right there at the Coffee Grounds in Eau Claire and on the web, of course, at thecoffeegrounds.com. Anna from Matamidi writes regarding Americana. I followed the sound of music and found we have a garage band two doors down from my house. Cool. That is Americana. That is Americana. Yes, it is. How awful is that band? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) We used to draw big crowds when we practiced in the garage. And what, yeah. I told you the story of Swede the cop came down and mm-hmm. he said to my dad, he said, hey, bud, uh, this is over by 10 o'clock, right? And my old man said, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Such, I tweeted a video yesterday. It was so funny. Um, two guys, a drummer and a guitar player, stopped their cars in a Wendy's drive through <laughs> and crank it up and just start jamming, blocking the drive through funniest thing I've ever seen. It's just one, two, three, four. Da, 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 da. It was just awesome. And everybody's sitting, everybody's sitting in their cars going, uh, where's my cheeseburger? Yeah, well, and he starts it by jumping up going, this is our Wendy's, nobody's else. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. just, I love that, man. That's rock and roll. We were wondering the other day how many uh, police calls the Minneapolis Police Department gets per year. Yeah. Uh, because you have a movement to get rid of them because they're all racist and they're all evil. Yep. Uh, Steve writes, and I have no reason to uh, uh, suspect his accounting, 350,000 calls for service for oh. MPD. Minneapolis wow. police respond to and initiate between 350,000 and 375,000 con- citizen contacts per year. Wow. Uh, Keith Olson out in Terry, Montana writes, Hail the Flashlight King and his band of court jesters. Hail, Hail you. 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 I think I figured out all of the newspaper slang you guys use, but I'm sure there are GLers that have questions. The two I can think of is play story and jump. Well, a play story would be the main story on the front page of a newspaper. Yep. And the jump is the where crease. you'd have to turn into the interior pages to continue reading the play mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. That's not very complicated, is it? No, it's, you know, but it's, you know, some people have questions. Right. So you're telling it's it's almost or right around a thousand calls a day in Minneapolis. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You just did the math too, huh? 
Well, I was waiting for him to pause, but I just thought that's crazy to think yeah. about. It's nuts. 39 an hour. Wow. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Sheesh. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is. that is a lot, I guess, yeah. But pretty soon we won't have to uh, hear about that because there won't be any. Yeah. No, well, you'll, you'll just call the uh, the Office of Good Thoughts yeah. and Happy yeah. Times. Only because they come to us all the way from Tom Lyman of the Traveling Lymans mm-hmm. in Marloth Park in Mumpuma, Longa, South Africa. Uh, in 1945, actress Lori Lonnie Anderson was born in St. Paul. She would huh. achieve fame for her role in the television show WKRP in Cincinnati, and later from uh, her divorce from actor Burt Reynolds would provide reams of material for the tabloids. In 1957, the Cincinnati Reds and the Detroit Tigers played an exhibition game at Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington drawing a record co- crowd of 21,783. Because by then, uh, the, the stadium was not yet expanded. Why would they have played an exhibition game in the middle of the season? Well, because there were agents of change in Minneapolis and St. Paul trying to get a major league team here. So it must have been an off day for them or something? Well, I'm sure it was a, uh, well, wait a minute. Back then, we didn't have interleague play, did we? No. Yeah, it was, no. must have been an exhibition game. Well, that's what you said. But oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Tigers won 6-5. In 2012, Bobby Tufts was elected mayor of Dorset, a symbolic rather than a practical office, because he was he was 10 years 10 years old. In 1851, the Metawankton and Wapakut bands of Dakota and most of their lands in the southern part of the state sold most of their lands in the southern part of the state when the Treaty of Mendota is signed. Governor Alexander Ramsey and Luke Leah represent the United States, and Ta Oyate Duta, his red nation, also known as Little Crow. Wakan Azanan, Medicine Bottle. Wakanyan Waste, Good Thunder. Shakopee, Six, and Wabasha, signed for the Dakota. Other bands had sold their lands in the Treaty of Traverse de Sioux. Right? <laughs> What happened? Super 70 sports. I'm glad you were again. paying attention. Yeah, I, I was uh, glued to glued to the uh, this day in history. <laughs> Super 70 sports. Two minutes ago, we were just talking about the Field of Dreams game. You guys are all familiar with the movie, of course. Yes. Um, he says the only thing I request for Field of Dreams game next week is Timothy Busfield. You know, he was the the brother-in-law that that could never see yeah. anything. That Timothy mm-hmm. Busfield guesting in the booth to periodically say he doesn't see a bleeping thing and everyone is bleeping crazy. Right. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> what say, are you talking about? I don't see anybody out here. <laughs> say for really some fun stuff, get out to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake on Highway 61. The Bintelli e-bikes, the gas-powered scooters that turn all your urban errands into adventures, full line of Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, helmets and apparel, great service. And as I've been telling you, uh, these e-bikes can be quite the fad, but don't buy one because it's a fad. Get the right one, and they'll help you at EcoFun. They'll help you with the correct fit, the correct frame size, the correct tires, the correct saddle and handlebars. So you'll leave with a bike that's going to give you years and years of enjoyment because the people at EcoFun know how to fit a person properly to an e-bike. It's uh, right there on the Highway of Love, Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. It's EcoFun Motorsports. Nice. Thank you, GLR. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Osterholm tomorrow. Yes, that'll be a fun conversation. I hope. Yep. 
GLers. If uh, you could be so kind to join the thousands of other GLers that have subscribed to the Garage Logic YouTube channel, that would be swell. By the way, that YouTube channel brought to us by our friends at Everest Men's Health. And also go ahead and download that PodMN app for your smart device where you have the chance to win prizes just by listening to GL via the PodMN app. We will do this again tomorrow. Hopefully. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, who's on the line with us right now. And GLers, do what I just did. Pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that number is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you also get straight talk, and you never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh, I'm going to start our conversation today this way because you are a guy that does not like to toot his own horn so i'm gonna toot your horn for you sir because it was announced earlier today that penn national a company that you have been big on has acquired the score for two billion dollars great tout josh congratulations on that prediction thank you very much i am very big in pen gaming because i've been talking my book for decades on this nation and others i do put together portfolios for clients that are very focused and concentrated in companies involved in the internet, in leisure, China-related businesses, real assets, and we do some a little short-term trading. Definitely keep a asset allocation of keeping up to 30% in cash. We are not bonding investors, but also to have money available for opportunities for the inevitable market pullbacks. And typically in any given year, there are three to four, five to 10% market pullback. You also keep about 30 to 60% I consider value-oriented companies and the balance invested in growth stocks and shorter-term trading. Penn National Gaming is a company that I have owned and traded for a very, very long time, starting out investing in it as a horse track, primarily in Pennsylvania and Maryland. They expanded those tracks to racinos, and from there they started acquiring regional casinos, and they also operate one in the Las Vegas area, which is still considered a regional player, not a a national player, such as MGM, Caesars. Penn made last year, made an acquisition of Barstool Sport. Today announced a big-time acquisition of Score, which is a Canadian company involved in sports media and sports betting. Prodigious amount of money, uh, $2 billion. It will be accretive to Penn uh, within the next year. $2 billion is a combination of both cash and stock. Or media is moved up on the announcement and will move up and down based on how well Penn stock does going forward. Penn stock is currently trading about uh, 45% below March high, and I do some big things going forward with Penn, particularly as continue to roll out online gambling and online sports betting. The acquisition of SCORE is not only for their Canadian business, but also for SCORE's technology. So that really does add to Penn's, we'll say, book of business and the Penn gaming. So it's a multifaceted leisure property with good financials. That is a 
definitely a company that I that I like. Additionally, this past week, uh, we saw some very good uh, numbers reported from MGM Mirage and Caesars Palace. And questions that have been asked on the uh, conference calls is what's going to happen going forward with the Delta variant and how is that going to affect your business? In Caesars case, two months of the last three that were reported for this past quarter, you still had masking, social distancing, people starting to come back to the to the casinos, yet Caesars across the board generated big time profits and was one of their best quarters. Penn reported uh, very good numbers, as did uh, MGM, and they're all looking forward to the next several years. These companies are volatile, so they will go go up and down. So they do present some tra- shorter term trading opportunities as well as the potential on a long term basis. Volatility, the key word, GLers, and that it's exactly why you need to pick up the phone and make that call to our guy, <laughs> Mr. Money Talk, for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Call 952-925-5608 so you can get straight talk, never sugarcoat advice from the man himself. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Congratulations on the great tout. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again next week. Thank you very much, Chris. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.